Are we in the way? Just the other day, we had an incident at my house where everyone was vying for a space in the kitchen to make breakfast. One stove, six people, and recently, two dogs. Only one person can stand in front of the stove, ignite the flame, adjust the knob, and cook breakfast. And that one person was in the way of everyone else's mission, to cook, to eat, and to get on with their day. Amongst the chaos, my wife said in a very stern voice, you are all in my way. At that moment, I felt one of these aha moments as I had been reflecting on our readings today. Do we get in the way of God? Do we respond to him almost as if we were traffic lights, choosing when we let him go in our lives, when we allow him to proceed with caution, and when, to, when we stop to take control of the situation ourselves? This past year, I believe I have been in God's way a whole lot. Between my daughter in the hospital, my wife with an ER stint, my son choosing a high school, my nephew as he's obstinate in baptizing his child, etc., etc., etc. When things get bad, stressful, when we worry, when we receive bad news, when we struggle, are we in the way? It's so much easier to turn the green light on and let him have at it when things are going well. But what about when they're not? Are we in the way? As we celebrate the Feast of the Holy Family today, the church gives us two families to journey with as they face struggle. What does it look like to be in the way? And what does it look like for God to have his way? First, we look at Abraham and Sarah. Our first and second reading sugarcoat the situation just a little bit as we hear about Abram, how he receives a vision and promise of God, and he tells him, I will make your reward very great. Look up at the sky, count the stars if you can. Just so, he added, will your descendants be. Then we read at the end of our first reading, the Lord took note of Sarah as, they had, as he said he would. He did for her as he had promised. Sarah became pregnant and bore Abraham, a son in his old age, at the set time that God had stated. Really, is family life that easy? We go from a promise to a fulfillment of course it's not. We just skipped over the mud of Abram's life. In the omitted chapters, we would have read that Abram was tired of waiting for God's promise, and he took matters into his own hands. In a way, he looked for a solution outside his own town. He put the red light on, slammed the brakes, and bore a son with Hagar, named Ishmael. Ah, yes, there is family life at its most challenging. Abram could not handle the struggle, and he did what a lot of us would do when we see hardship and grow impatient. 
we try to handle it ourselves. But there is hope. Abram learns from this, which allows him to see and believe what God truly has planned. He is changed by this encounter with God, so much so that he receives a name change, Abraham. He is the same, but different. This encounter and experience allows him to let God be God, even in the most challenging of situations, like when he is called to sacrifice his very own son. God never intends to kill Isaac, but he wants Abraham to understand that greatness comes when he gives up control of what he loves most. And secondly, we look at the Holy Family from our gospel today. If you're like me for a long time, you thought the Holy Family's life looks easy and perfect. Why wouldn't it be? In our house, we have a print of the Holy Family in our house, and Joseph is carrying a lily and has a smile. He looks at ease. But does this verse from our gospel today sound like life was easy? Behold, the child is destined for the fall and rise of many in Israel and to be a sign that will be contradicted and you yourself a sword will pierce so that the thoughts of hearts of many hearts may be revealed. Not to mention Joseph and Mary by the end of this chapter lose Jesus in the temple. As someone who has actually lost his daughter in Candom Yards, this is not easy. Jesus, at the end of this dialogue, at 12 years of age, tells Mary and Joseph that he has a greater mission to accomplish apart from his earthly family. I'm sure another sediment that hurt. Yet our scripture tells us, when they had fulfilled all the prescriptions of the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee, to their own town of Nazareth. The child grew and became strong, filled with wisdom, and the favor of God was upon him. They fulfilled all the prescriptions, meaning they followed God, green light on. The result, the child grew and became strong, filled with wisdom, and the favor of God was upon him. This is what God has in store for us. Strength, wisdom, favor. Exactly in the situation we are in right now, in our own town. If only we invite him into our struggle. Pope Francis says this in his apostolic exhortation, the joy of love. Every family should look at the icon of the Holy Family of Nazareth, its daily life and its share of burdens and even nightmares. Like Mary, we are asked to face family challenges with courage and serenity in good times and bad, and to keep in our heart the great things which God has done. I know many of us have real heartache when it comes to family life. Maybe you have a broken family. Maybe a son or daughter doesn't come to mass and that hurts you. Or worse, maybe a loved one is not with us today. 
and that is a real struggle. In a special way today, as hard as it may be, God is simply asking you and us to let go and let him control the situation in his time and not ours. Sacrifice is always hard, but it's a necessary component to holiness. Abraham, Sarah, and the Holy Family show us today that that is the case. When we insert ourselves without God into our mud, it only thickens. Are we in the way? If you're like me, the answer is probably, yeah, you're in the way. Too often we're in the way. We don't know how to be out of the way. But sometimes we think holiness is unachievable. That for us somehow holiness means perfect. But perfection is not an ingredient for holiness. Abraham, Sarah, Mary and Joseph, they have real struggle. Struggles that we have, that we can relate to. Trauma. I mean, the Holy Family lost their son. Abraham and Sarah struggled to trust God in a promise that he knew he would give them. But yet, both families are holy. The church considers them holy families. But the only difference is between Mary and Joseph, Abraham and Sarah, in their struggle, is that the Holy Family always kept the green light on, no matter what the struggle is. And today we pray for the grace to do the same. Holy Family, please pray for us.